Thank you. Very Go good. ahead. I just wrote this. <laughs> Two kids are shoveling manure. One hits something. There's a box of gold. What is it? Oh, one goes. It's a box of feedback, says the other. I think it's nothing, since it's definitely not, not bullshit. You're right. Right is a low drama world. That's true. But nothing is true. So it's a box of truth. What should we do with it? Expand it. <laughs> Yay. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, Rania. Thank Will you, Rania. Rania. Will you write it in Thank our you. Telegram group? I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Welcome, Shannon and Bouquet. We are moving to Thank a you. centering exercise. And this is because the, the session is about how to be with your team of participants, how to be with the people that you are going to be in transformation with and not just deliver transformation. So this work of possibility management doesn't exempt you from being in the field of transformation that you create. In fact, to be an effective space holder, you need to be in the, it, it, it really requires you to be in the trenches and in the mountain peaks with your participants. So this centering exercise, we're all gonna do it together. And first of all, to, to keep your center. So if you lost your center with the joke or with the recording or with the entrance of two new members, just use this time right now to stay centered, to split your attention and keep some of your attention in your center. And then some of your attention, I want you to, when, you, when you're ready to open your eyes and choose one face, one person of this call just make contact with them. Stay centered and make contact with them. And to stay in the now, just really to, to stay in the presence of this person and try to not make any stories about them. Just to, to drop the stories, just to stay in the qualities of their presence and then make a heart-to-heart -heart or being-to-being -being connection with that person. <coughs> you move from your being a kind of a golden tube of connection, of archetypal love towards the other person. And you stay in that presence. And then, and this is also what we figured out that sometimes it's missing, you allow the being of that other person through the same tube of golden energy of archetypal love to touch you. A different kind of vulnerability to allow the presence of the other person go through your box, through your defenses and to touch you. There might be some feelings 
Just stay holding these feelings. Stay experiencing what you're experiencing. Keep not making any stories. Keep, keep staying in the experience. Regardless of what they're doing, allow their presence to touch you. You don't have to hold anything back or hold anything in. Just allow that to melt a part of you or infuse a part of you. And now move to a wider group of people, maybe with the faces around that person, maybe, maybe six people in your awareness, allow their being, their beings to also make that connection with you, make a connection with each of them slowly. And then allow their being to connect through your box to your being while you do the same thing one by one holding the, the first mm. person too maybe each person will touch you differently Allow this to happen. Keep staying centered and touchable. It might be slower than you think for this to happen. <laughs> when you've allowed the connection to touch you, each of the people's connection. Now you open to a bigger group. Maybe now to, to the people around the people that you've already connected. Opening to the field. Stay connected 
even with your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> 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 Keep your center and keep breathing and open to all of the group, still making being to being connection, still allowing yourself to be touched by the presence of the other through your box into your being. have these heart-to-heart being-to-being threads connecting every person personally and in the field just stay sensing the field what happens in you And invite the possibility that what happens in you is also what happens in the field. Farida, try to open your eyes and and look. Yeah, and you can really look. (laughs) It is okay to fall apart, Farida, and still have your eyes open and letting it in. In a way, we're all holding you and we're all holding each other. Keep staying with your center, even when emotions or feelings are present stay engaged and with your center go ahead farida would you just sh- share what is moving You don't need to make sense. You can just start by, I feel. I feel sadness. If I let somebody near, 
come near and I feel fear. And if fear comes up or sadness comes up, I kind of make myself like a block, like a frozen or uh, like some, I'm, I know, I don't know, some, not myself, but like I, uh, somebody holds me, like someone makes me like steal or. Farida, could it be that you're mixing, you're mixing, you're mixing them, the sadness and the fear? No, I don't think so. So if you if you're not mixing them, could you say what the sadness is about and then what the fear is about? Okay. They have intelligence. Yeah. I'm scared. I feel scared that I'm the group. Um that I'm out of the group or the group says you're out or something like that. Thank you. And the sadness? It's two kind of sadness. Um, the first one is I feel fear. I feel sad. No. Maybe it's mixed a bit. Maybe it's mixed a bit. Yeah. yeah. What it, if you drop in, you've, you've said the fear very clearly. You drop in into the sadness. Yeah. Drop in, yes. And you say, and just let it speak. Say, it, I feel sad because. <laughs> I feel sad because I don't. <laughs> I don't dare to let somebody in my space. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel sad because I've been hurt. I've been hurt. Frida, Those are I, the two I, sadnesses. <laughs> yeah. I, I have an I have an intuition that maybe maybe you're not using your bubble, like. Like you can still have your personal space and like let let the being to being connection happen. It's like going through your going through your box. It's not about letting somebody like mixing your energy with others. I wonder if that helps. Yeah, um, thank you. Farida, would you like to try it with just one person right now? Yeah. Which, who would you choose to, to, have, to create this being-to-being -being connection? Uh, Vera. Okay. You just, you just look at Vera and you keep... You, like Scott said, just make sure that you have your bubble. You might need to make it a little thicker. Yes. Yeah. So vanish it and then make another one that's a little thicker. Okay. Then you distinguish between your feelings and emotion and their feelings and emotion. And you don't need to enmesh 
you know, you don't need to make your space with their space. Yes. And then you, you just look at Vera, you might have feelings and you might have emotion and it's fine. And just let this connection, this being to being go through. And, and it's, um, it, yeah. I need to, I need, to, I think I don't have, when you, in the beginning, when you said, make it around you, I realized I never made it around my feet and everything. So it was open. Okay, yeah. I need to make it really around me, first of all, completely. And a bit thicker is good. Okay. It's not imagination, okay? You need to click your clicker. The bubble of space is not your imagination. It's a declaration, but you can declare where it goes and how thick it is. But it's your energetic yep. body. Yes. <sighs> Great. And just make sure it's all above your head. You can put your hands there and below your feet. Is it all around? Yes. yes. You can feel yes. it with your hands, even in your back. Yes. Okay. Great. And slowly open your eyes and connect with Vera. I don't know. There's no need for comments. There's no need for stories. Yeah. Okay, I, it seems to me that you can keep this connection with Vera even when I'm speaking. You know, you can keep this connection, yeah. And that probably your fear and your sadness are mixed and it seems like um, it has to do with this, you know, the, the sadness is to connect. The, the, the main like use, like the main purpose of sadness is this connection. Is this being with? And then the fear has a lot of information for, am I too close? Am I too far? Am I speaking too fast? Am I, you know, um, it's paying attention and noticing. And both of those are totally necessary for intimacy to create, um, you know, both safe and dangerous intimacy. When you mix them together, then you have, you don't have access to either of them and it, it creates this isolation and it, it would have made sense that if you had been hurt that that could have been a, a really powerful survival strategy to not be hurt again to create to mix those two and it wouldn't take very long for you to unmix them, to just find mm. the time where you've mixed them up, you know, the decisions you made and then unmix them. And you can get your pure sadness in this connection 
and this fear that's informing you of, you know, also enmeshment or taking on other people's feeling and like a lot. So would you be willing to do this um, this week, this unmixing? Yes. Okay. Do you, you, can you ask your free cell or do you want to ask somebody, somebody else here? I would like to ask Shannon. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Farida. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for holding space for each Thank other. You. What did you, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Vera. You have, you have had this experience of being connected, being to being and letting yourself be touched. What did you notice? Mm. That for me, it feels like there's an interchange or like this connection you said from heart to heart. And it feels on my energetic level that there's an exchange with the other energetic bodies. Or the, the space between us becomes more alive for me or more feelable for me. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. You know, there's something similar with my heart opening and the heart-to-heart -heart connection. And as we continued out, I ended up feeling um, un less able to connect and a little more frustrated with the not being able to see people in person and feel people in person. And, and also I noticed my glasses really got in the way. Just, just can't see clearly enough somehow. So. And what did you notice also in your energetic being? So there's a part that is visual, but there's other parts as well. Yeah, that was where the heart, the heart connect, you know, I felt my heart opening and I felt expansion. And then I noticed the other piece, the physical piece. Thank you, Phyllis. I noticed something like when I... Something like stories without words about them. There's something like a filter, and then I, I uh, different filters, and and I just noticed it and and didn't give it attention then, and um, that was interesting. And generally, I I experienced just just doing this connection. There came joy, and this joy was always somehow somehow there although other feelings were also there. There were 
all the four feelings somewhere going on. And, and I don't know if they were from the other person or from myself, actually. They were just there. Yeah, that's how I experienced it. Thank you. Thank you. My experience was a little similar to what Satyana said. While I was hearing Mara to not stick on the stories, I could just see first this filter or box or whatever that I could see people from their name that I was reading every day on the telegram. And then all of a sudden this was going and the space was becoming bigger. And I love this actually, instead of going directly, but I could just see, yeah, Phyllis, yeah, David, yeah, Yule, and yeah, but the space was huge. Thank you, Bukhet. Thank you. I felt joy that in every being there is this spontaneous quality, which is so special and uh, different. And it, it felt so fulfilling. And I felt it like, I felt it in my legs, legs physically. Like I felt something is like, just, just like, it's like vibration or very specific feeling, but I felt it in my body. Like I felt your subtle beings somehow in my, in my, in myself. And it felt like there is such an abundance, like, yeah, just I, I feel richer, more rich, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I found, I, I found it, it, I'm maybe one of the, I don't know if I'm slower than others, but I noticed that I'm not, I wasn't, it was maybe like a minute that I was spending on each person and it took me some time, time with each person to sort of adjust and like see, like look through my energetic eyes and kind of, it felt like I had to create a new tunnel with each person to, to really kind of shift out of my mental looking to energetic and looking and, and to make that connection. And I think it, it was sometimes faster with some people and sometimes slower. And I was, I had this question about, is that on my end or their end? Like, am I, to what extent am I restricting the flow towards me with that person or they like, but it felt, it felt like it needed to kind of go at its own pace to be authentic for me. And I was wondering like, is there a way that I'm blocking? Like I could go, I could open more or go faster with the step of not being in the mind so much. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. I felt, I felt sadness and a loving connection to you. And I felt that I felt your vulnerability and how easy is it is to to die and to kill to kill a kill a person and to yeah looking into some someone's eyes is for me it was like shock, shock like you seeing 
vulnerable and yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't really understand this. It's so easy to kill someone. Can you say more about that? It is this giving up the protection. When you look in somebody's eyes, you are you are there like you are. It's Martina, can you say I am there like I am? Yes. I somebody could come and just cut my throat and I and 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 it, that could happen to everybody of us. It's we are so we are so vulnerable, everybody of us. Thank you. I felt like I was looking at people for the first time, like moving from this amorphous group to, oh, you know, there's Joanna, there's Carla. Um, yeah, it was a really different experience <clears throat> of connecting with each person and tuning in their tuning into their energy and the feel of each person very different than just being with the whole group and not really noticing much of anyone really <clears throat> thank you thank you Kay. thank you thank you i felt uh i felt a lot of lightness and I noticed that when, when the more people I have in my, like in the focus, the faster I became, like was easier for me to feel what I feel and also notice the other person when there were not so many people. And then I noticed myself speeding up. Um, yeah. And I also felt a lot of, there was so much space in between. Like I felt so much joy because there was so much playfulness. Like, I don't know, this kind of energy. Yeah. And, and now I, I don't know why, but now I feel my, my heart hurts, like the, the muscle. And I don't know what that means. Just wanted to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Christina, it, maybe it's, it's not that. In my experience, when my heart hurts, even like physically, when it's often because I'm um, suppressing, like holding on to a feeling. So if that was, if that was the feeling that you're holding on to or suppressing. Yeah, I was feeling a sadness when we had the one-on-one -on -one thing and I didn't, I felt it in my eyes, but somehow I was too, maybe there was fear that I didn't notice, you know, and then the more people it was gone. Like, 
What was the sadness about? Um, yeah, I kind of look into your heart. What is the sadness that is like hurting your heart right now? Just let it speak, let it flow. And say, I felt sad, or I even feel sad. I don't feel safe to go there now. I don't want to make something up, or I can feel that it's there, but I. Okay. if if you ever you know if it ever comes up just let us know in this or even after mm -hmm. okay thank you thank you thank you i noticed that when when i first started that my being was on transmit and I was allowing myself to go out. And then when you said, allow yourself to be touched, it was like a switch flipped and, and I was in receive. And then, and then I, and then there was another, another switch that was, that was a, a, a mutual transmit and receive. And, and I saw and I observed that, that with one person, I, I felt a certain energy. And then, and then with each individual, there was a different energy. And then with each group, the group had an energy, the four, the six. Cool, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shannon. I felt... Um... My energetic body was with a lot of uh, heat, a lot of hot. There was a lot of energy and I felt fear. Or I, I, my box didn't like this, this intense energy. And there was a time also that I felt a pain in my belly. And I noticed that I, after this, I open my mouth a lot and I, I do this a lot in some spaces. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I felt like a sadness and more I was connecting to more people, it felt very actually exhausting for me. I was, I felt like I'm like not, I'm for a moment connected and I'm disconnected and I'm connecting to all. And when you, Anna Chloe mentioned that there is this pain, I was like the mention, I felt this sadness and I'm afraid that I'm making a story that I can actually feel your pain through this sadness. And that scares me a lot. And because the way... Because it's really painful to 
experience what someone else experienced. And like there comes like a, I'm yeah I'm mm. I'm like it's like I don't like feeling the pain in the body of I'm else like this wound of whatever is happening. Yeah. Martin, it might help you and also others that when we talk about pain, we can talk about physical pain. You know, if we had a cut or broken arm or burn or, and that's a form of pain. But often when we speak like this about the pain of somebody else, it means a feeling. Yes. So what is the, what, it, what was the pain that you were feeling? Which feeling was it? Sadness. Of, of someone in particular here or, or the group? I would say a group. Okay. I mean, this is, mm, this is our ability. In my experience, when I started to learn how to feel and being able to navigate my all four feeling, then, then I could feel other people's feeling. And it, and it was, and I, and I could make this distinction. So uh, Tatiana, you were saying you couldn't, you didn't really know, you know, was it yours, was it theirs? And that's a muscle to, um, to work, to like, to develop. work, to develop. Yeah, to develop, to, to notice, okay, are those my feelings? And then I, you know, if they're feelings then I can use them, you know, and if it's sadness, the feeling of sadness is this connection and this being with, even being with me or being with others in this um, community and family and group, this is the sadness. And okay, is it an emotion? Okay, then I can go and do an emotional healing process. And when I can distinguish those in me, I can distinguish those in others. And then, um, I mean, this is where we are going today is in a way that this work of we can call it possibility management or rage club or holding space for healing and transformation. It, for me, it's, there's this, how can I uh, unlock, unfold uh, the being that's inside, empower the being that's, that is inside, that is wearing as a glove all five bodies and through which the archetypal lineage and the bright principles can go through. Mm-hmm. And we have locked ourselves just, it's a, it's a human strategy during our, our childhood, and it comes also from other parts. We've locked ourselves in different prisons of uh, where our being is inside, but it's not gone. It's not out of reach because when we've made this connection being to being, we could, it was like so present. It was like so obvious that there's this thing inside. There's this being inside. And when you can experience someone else's being, then you can also experience yours. And it's an experience. It's not a. It's not a concept. Like Vera was saying, the moment there's stories, it's the mind trying to make sense of something and make it um, understandable. But most of you who shared, and I and I think most of you had this the experience of this being to being connection, and the work, like that would start here. That would start there. This being to being connection, 
which we would call the, the love or the, I don't really like calling it the love, but the chocolate, like the um, warmth, the warmth, the being to being. And there's also people are have parts. So yes, they have an amazing being that you can connect to. And they also have a box and they also have a gremlin that is trying to protect this thing. So today, I was just, I saw it right now. Today, Clinton gave me this lock to learn how to lock pick. I haven't managed to pick this one yet. But when I was trying all day, I thought, hey, this is what, this is what I'm doing. Or this is what we would be doing with people is people are in locks. And we have distinction and uh, nonlinear ways and um, questions and territory that we've explored that can help them unlock the lock from inside. So in a way, we are, we are pick lockers, okay? To unlock the being that is inside, to, un to unfold that thing. And so, was, uh, you know, maybe I misunderstood, you know, maybe I, I'm not sure I understood you, Martina, but when you say, you know, I was completely vulnerable and some, somebody can chop my head off and there's, so, okay, which head are you talking about? You know, are you talking about the being's head or the box head? You know, I kind of had this question, but, you know, I can be completely vulnerable and it doesn't mean that I put my sword away. Being vulnerable does not mean that you put your sword of clarity away and have your gremlin at your side being able to look and um, see where other gremlins are and what are their purpose. Because this is not, if you put your sword away and your gremlin, you know, you don't have, you don't give your gremlin's job to look at other gremlin, it's not really being vulnerable, it's just being naive. And this is, no. mm -hmm. yeah. No, go, go. Okay. Just... And, and so mm, this is, I mean, this is part of the Rage Club. You know, we hear in the Rage Club space, all the training is the Rage Club really helps building the sword. And so the, the sharper your sword is and the sharper, you know, you make other people's sword through this work of Rage Club, then the more vulnerable they can be. Because if a gremlin comes, if a box comes, it just dies on the sword. You know, somebody wants to do low drama and just you look at them and you, so you, you move one step closer to me with your low drama, you will die. Your box will die. Your gremlin will die. So that I can be with your being. I can be with something else. So that is the purpose of the sword and of your initiated gremlin and having this being-to-being -being connection. And, and Yeah, go ahead. Mara. And it's also, it's also not to have just the sword. This is why... It, we're allowing it's not a, a, a one-way connection of being to being, but it's also allowing, allowing the, the, the being to touch you so that you know who you are committing to. If you're not committing, you know, it's not about just chopping off um, gremlins' heads or, or chopping off boxes. It's okay. You need to, to, to continue. It's, if you have a sense of, of that, of that being that you're committed to, to bring out into the world, then your sword is much, much more clearer. And the other person has a, has a, a space of, 
of, of love, of welcoming to unfold into. So it's not, they don't just see your sword, they also see the commitment. And, and part of this, this uh, experience that you've just been through is also about oh, expanding the sometimes myopic view <laughs> that a space holder or, or a new space holder can, or a trainer can bring because people are so used to being in school. So when the school is here, there's a teacher and it comes with a myopic view. I have this agenda. These are my students. They're just names or... The, and they're, they're not, teachers are not really connected most of the times with the being of the students. And so to expand from a somewhat myopic, possible myopic vision, like tunnel vision, where you're going to just deliver something into a space. Okay, you are in the space of transformation. You are being touched. These are the beings that you're committed to. These are the beings that you want to see unfold into the world. Yeah. I would so we we want to practice we want to practice this. And the practice will be in groups of 3 um similar constellation of there's a space holder, um there's a client and there's a coach. And the the practice here is to be in this being to being connection with your sword out to because the client will ask you a question. This is a, set, this is a setup of you're in a space, you're holding space and one of your client has a question. And your job is to, with your, with your being to be in connection and your sword to open doors, to empower the being that's inside. Okay, if people ask a question, often there's a real necessity. And if there's no real necessity, then have your sword out and say, what's your real question? You know, if it's a gremlin question, you say, hey, you know, what is your real question? Or I, you know, I'm not interested in, for example, uh, a question as a hint, a question where people want to know, where people want to understand and not really a transformational question because they'll go straight in their head and they'll try to make sense and make a concept out of your answer. So with or your sword, you navigate to, what is, what is it really? What is it? What's your necessity? And then the, your job is to op, like open a door and to move them into a, new, a territory that have nev they have not been before. And that's why they have this question and this necessity. And it might be that the, the, the new territory that you also haven't been before. Mm -hmm. And so this is part of your space holding. It's not that you know the answer. You're going to give them the answer or you have a sense of where they should go. It's exactly you both go into new territory and you're holding space for that territory to exist. So and in, in, the, in the group of three, the person who's going to ask the question, this is also a skill for you to use your anger consciously to ask the real question. What is the thing that you want to know? What is that question that is the dangerous question for you? If you would be space holding, hey, let yourself be taken to a discovery journey. Great. So in this, you'll have about, let's say 10, 11 minutes, the coach you're giving ongoing feedback and coaching. So again, the coach you need to have your being to being connection connected with the space holder and also with the client and your sword out, you know, beep or go and make, when you say beep, you can say what doesn't work, but especially say what they can, how they can shift. 
and you can even give them prompt, go into this direction, okay? So you're really there to support them to, to make this, this space of relationship as transformational as possible. Great. And then there'll be, um, I would say two, like two minutes of feedback and coaching from the, both the client and the space holder for the coach. So how can the coach coach better? And maybe a, a minute of, well, a couple minutes of overall feedback and coaching for the space holder, okay? So the space holder has 10, 11 minutes, then the coach get feedback and coaching, and then the space holder gets again, feedback and coaching, sort of like we used to do. Okay, here we I go. I just wanna, just wanna add with this sword work, with this, um, because as a coach, your, your position with your sword is really by the side of the person who's of the space holder. Yeah, so there's, a, there's this energetic positions with your sword. You're by their side with your sword committing to their commitment. And it's, and it's different to, as the space holder, your sword is, is at the throat of the person asking the questions and at your throat with the purpose of, of making the space safe for the, beings, for the being connection to happen. Yeah, so it's a different, it's a different uh, movement. So also pay attention there. Great. Uh, Tristan and Vera, I'm going to send you in groups. Uh, and if you want to move, just move and, and arrange it with your group. Great. Okay. Okay. See you. When your body says that you need to stop and your being or your um, or other parts of you wants to move on, how do you know what, what is to do? Do you have an example of when you wondered about this? Yes. Because um, my, my, my body in the last days have been needing, needing to rest. And there was a part of me that really wanted to be here. And I wonder which part is that? What, what, what makes me somehow don't really, or listen my body, but in a way that I can compromise it. 
what is the limit? You know, because I have this question even for for this work. What is how do we know the limits? It depends what you're wanting. I would say, you know, that you want to finish this class and you want what this has to offer. And you're also you're you're tired or exhausted. Okay, I would offer a different direction in terms mm -hmm. of there was this question of sort of knowing. How do you know no. when where's the limit? And this limit is not a knowing, it's a it's an experience, which is called a boundary. And a boundary comes with anger. So land a distinction, you can land a distinction of okay, having a boundary, having a limit is comes from anger and the experience of whether you are you know inside the boundary or outside the boundary um comes with this comes maybe with another feeling but go on this journey starting with distinction start with distinction because that's what joanna is asking she for me it's like she doesn't know how to navigate this that means she's missing some um some territory like some maps she has this experience, but she's missing maps inside of her. So give her the maps. And you can look inside of you where, what are the maps that you're using that could serve her? And you could start, for example, by saying the, the, having a boundary, having a limit comes from being able to set this limit comes from anger. That means you're already using your anger to have a sense of your limit. Okay. Most people can't do that. Most people have no idea of where their boundary is. And so they abuse themselves, they abuse others, and it's a mess. You know, and I think you, you know that, you know, even from your experience in, for example, in sexuality, so you can transfer your map that you're using in this domain, in this territory for, for Joanna, Joanna's re like request or necessity for her body. It's really, it's almost the same map. God, I'm so like kind of frozen. Um, Joanna, can you ask the question again? Just like yeah. one part of the question. Yes, the question is, how can I be sure that I'm not overcoming my own limit when it comes to your body, your physical body or your, your being want to do something. There is a kind of contradiction and so, we need to, to know okay. where, where to stop. Yeah, I would interrupt even Joanna because she's saying, how can I know this boundary in your body? And she's, so she's- yeah, In my body. Yeah, in my body. Yes, yeah, so already aware my body, not, not your body. <laughs> not being with herself. Yeah, yeah, so those are just hints. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would say first of all, yeah. Would you? Yeah. Go ahead, Martin. 
And it was a proposal for Joanna to repeat the question from my perspective. Yes. Okay. How can I know the limits of my own body, my physical body, and where, when my being wants to be in a space and my body doesn't really want. How can I know what, what is this limit? Make this being to be in connection, Kay. Make this being to be in connection. She has a necessity. And stay with yourself, stay with your own maps. Oh God, <clears throat> well, I would say you're experimenting all the time. So you try doing a thing that you, you want to do and see how, if that's more tired than you need to be. Um, like everything has consequences. If you decide to, that you're too tired to be at this meeting, for example, then you miss the only time that this happened. Okay, I'm gonna make a proposal. For example, yeah. you could start with this distinction that you gave me about the woman uh, feeling obligated, for example, mm. to give sex because there's an entitlement from an authority. And I think this is sort of what's happening in Joanna. There's a, there's a part of it that says, you know, there's this pressure of the patriarchy. I need to be there. I, there's this pressure. And then there's this other part of her that's like feeling obligated. And it's a, it's a war. It's an ongoing war. And that's the map that's at work in Joanna. Instead of <coughs> being able to use distinction um, or other maps, you know, other, other maps to navigate what's going on. But right now she's, she's in this mental war. Okay, I have to, and, and, and you know, there's this pressure going on. So start with that, start with this. You, you know what it is to abuse oneself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So be with her in that, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the role of obligation in your life or in this decision? Okay, would you Is it give that a, you feel? Would you give a little mm -hmm. more context to the question? <clears throat> more okay. context so she can find this place in her. Okay. And you can say, women grown up in the patriarchy have a sense of obligation. We're, we're born okay. with this prison of obligation. Yeah, women in the patriarchy grow up and are programmed deeply with this sense of obligation, especially when there's an authority involved or if gender is involved, we feel like we are supposed to do what they say. We're supposed to do what we're supposed to do and be, be good and ignore our own inner tiredness or inner preference, our, our own truth. Is, is that happening for you, do you think? Is part of this, this dilemma what you should be doing versus what your body wants to do? Yes, I think. Well, sometimes, yes. I think I feel that I need to be there, you know, 
like an obligation. But sometimes it's just something that pulls me in, you know? I don't know. I'm feeling like I don't want to go, but something in my body, like it's like an, an energy to put me in the in the track. And I think so, it's different. I mean, that uh, feels like a true place in you. Like I really want to be there, even though I'm tired. Yes. So, like, I guess. What's the problem? Like, you're not going to die by tiredness. Sorry, I didn't understand. Well, it's not, it seemed true to me that you, and your question really was about being versus tiredness. Like your being is pulling you into this, this space. And then you say, but I'm tired. Yes. And how do you know what to do? It, it, it seems like following your being would be the safer, safest choice or the safer choice. You can always sleep. Yeah. And no, nobody's going to die, you know, by this choice. You're, you're trying things, you know, Tr follow your being and see how that feels. Fall asleep and miss the things. See how that feels. Yeah, it happened today because I, I wanted to be in the trainer class, but I really fell asleep and I even could not warn the people that I, I would not come. So, and it just happened and I, I, I didn't feel guilty. I just feel that, I just felt that, okay, it happened. Mm -hmm. I, I can be okay with that too. Okay. We had a thank you. Uh, we had a reminder to please give me and Anikoi a feedback how we can support you better, Kay. How we, like, as a space holder, how we, our coach could support you better. Um, I got kind of text by Anne Chloe, you know, you saying about boundaries like that. that was something foreign in me. Like I didn't know how to make that my own words. Like if I had mm. said that, it would just be my own parroting. So I don't know if it, it's a concept that I don't have or, you know, um, what was super helpful was when you took me to my own experience, like, Hey, you already know this, you know? Um, and Yeah, the, the biggest struggle I was having was my, my own like self-confidence. Like, do I have anything to say here? I, I, I was, when you asked the question, I, was, um, I, I, I went through my file of my whole repertoire, you know, of what I would say <laughs> in a, to a therapy client, for example, and none of that applied. And so, uh, what would be helpful? I don't know, like to tell me to stop and breathe and um, it was helpful for her to ask the question again, to hear it again. 
I want to say one thing, Kay, is that you have more resource than you know. You have uh, your, you know, this, those are the words, that are the distinction that we use, you know, the archetypal lineage or the bright principles or the unknown. And when you said, you know, I looked in my repertoire of what I know, it's like limiting you so much to your, re like, other resources. And, and it would be this, um, the practice of the, the muscle to build is to let something else speak than what you know. And just from the commitment to Joanna, it's like, okay, she needs something and it is somewhere. Like that map is somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so let it come to me. Let it, let it, let me download it from now, from the unknown, just from the necessity. Yeah, it's really good. Like my attention was inside myself rather than on her mm. um, or on the connection. You know, it's like my brain was just like working overtime. Cool. That's helpful. Thank you. Okay. Martin. I would propose and if it lands, like to get more body, it feels like there you energy goes up and like have some 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 movement which brings you like lean forward that I'm in a space I'm bringing like this to start to move actually this frozenness a little a little bit and crack it. That's good. Thank you. Joanna, do you have anything? Joanna. No, I I just yeah I just thought that you probably could say a lot of things to me. Probably no. I'm I'm sure you can do, say a lot of things. You just maybe you just felt like insecure, but uh, yeah, I felt like if you you were in connection with me, you could say a lot of things to me in that in that question. So thank and, you yeah, for so trying. The practice case to start with this being to being. And, but stay with yourself, you know, don't give your center being to being, and then just from the necessity. And, you know, you have a lot of people at home that you can try this with. I'm sure people ask questions and, you know, or your client, you can even experiment with your client. Just give completely different answers. Cool. Okay. Shift to the next, I'll leave. Bye. thing didn't come yet. Yeah, you can start. But Aunt yeah. Chloe came, it means we can start. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know the question. Mm. Yeah. Um, sometimes my voices in my head are so strong that that I want to find a way different way instead of bomb bomb because I can't do everywhere this and I want to let them disappear but not just like a moment 
Like sometimes I'm doing real peaceful thing, like cutting wood, being in the garden, and I have lots of things in my mind, even in the meditation. So, and I want to know, I want to yeah, experience something that let my mind relax and be able to connect something very deep with my being, with myself. Mm. So, so I, somehow I hear that, that the, the voices you experience, they, they hinder you from experiencing that connection yes. with some, something very deep. They distract you. Yes. And, and I feel the urge that, that you have with that. that mm. Because I can't be in the present moment mm -hmm. and I'm so tired. I'm physically tired, emotionally tired. My body is really pain, in pain because it's active. My, my mind is active all the time. And it's not just about stories. It's like a lot of things are coming and I'm tired. Hmm. What's going on, Tatiana? It's just that I, I can relate to that very much. And, and I also feel a lot of stress because I have no solution for this myself. So and you feel, yeah, yeah. You go on a journey with her. Just say yeah. that. Just say, God, yeah. I'm... Of course, my impulse to, to just share with you that I actually, I, I really feel that. And, and I feel this pressure and... and that it's sucking your energy and and this kind of being overwhelmed by by all those voices and, and not knowing what to do with that and and I also hear that you you all you tried out a lot of things like shooting the voices and and meditating and things like that yeah and You know what is so sad for me that the only thing that stopped all these things is to taking my phone and looking all the pictures like yeah I'm judging that but like pictures that doesn't help me at all like being on Instagram and being like you know hypnotized mm -hmm. and after doing this I say oh my god like this can't be the only way to block everything I'm hypnotized there with something that doesn't feed me doesn't stir me And I can't do this when I meditate. Tatiana, I have a suggestion for you. Is mm -hmm. that you, you, have, you, are, you have been in this territory, maybe you even are in this territory more or less often. So you have a map of it. You have mm -hmm. a map of the territory. So p paint the map. Because it's a way of giving again the map to Bouquet and, and starting the journey and then... And then While you're in the territory, you will discover the edge and then you'll, you'll go further. But it would start by something, um, trying to, you know, like this distraction thing, like this distraction looking at pictures, it's a way of numbing us to what's really going yes. on. To what's really going on. So this is really what's going on. Yes. Yeah, so, the map. Yeah. Yes. The, the, 
um, looking at pictures or movies or YouTube and things like that. And maybe also eating something that, that, that the, there is something searching in the mind. What, what can I do next? What is it? What, what is it to just to avoid the, the present moment? And, and maybe, maybe even what I experience a lot is then I, I remember this thing, the present moment and then there is this voice. It's so in, it's boring that nothing's going on and things like that. And Beep. instead of going to your own story, go back to her and mm -hmm. ask her what's the payoff for going on Instagram or what's behind, rather mm -hmm. than getting into another story. Get yeah. get into. So yes, and Buket, what what is it? What is it about? What what? Does it, what, what is the payoff for you? What, yeah, what is the payoff to go to, to watch those pictures? I can see that um, since I did the love and ETP, I'm, I'm taking much more responsibilities and changing my life deeply. And finally I found something that is really touching me and can serve other people so as much as i'm connected with the creation with the mm. like growing and opening and being connected with the others something doesn't want me to do that so uh, i should not do that because so i can get in there saying okay what is that thing yes what is that thing what is it that in that piano, doesn't want you gremlin. to bloom. Yeah, it's it's like a part that wants to be safe and relaxed and have holiday all the time probably because what I'm doing will not allow me to relax all my life. Oh. So you have a belief that if you serve your archetypal lineage, you won't be able to relax. This is gremlin part that thinks. This is. You get it, Tatiana, when she starts speaking like that, then you can see the memes that are at work. You can see yes. the maps yes. that she's using. And the map is, if I serve my archetypal lineage, I will then, not be able to relax. Then you will not be able to relax. That's, yeah. Yeah. And probably part of me doesn't want to take all this responsibility and hold hold so much things. And, yes. And yeah, and, and, and what what is it? What is the the worth of it? What is the Tatiana, can I offer you a possibility? Yes, please. The possibility would be now that we've got to a level, you need to offer more distinction to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's your job as a spaceholder, you've got the territory, you're both inside of the territory, and now your job is to bring to the next territory. And the way I would do yeah. that, and there could be other ways, but the way I would do that, it's say, well, then, you know, it seems like then this part of you would really want to still have voices, that you're really mm -hmm. still committed to have voices. Mm -hmm. And that's because that was the original question. Yeah. 
and and then just say that I can just go yeah say yeah that yeah figure it out so, so, so it, it seems to me that there's this this part of you in you that still really wants to have those voices when i hear this i say yes and i feel angry angry yes because yeah. about what, yeah. angry because because what i'm doing today in my life there's no space to commit to voices and mm. And I see clearly that it doesn't serve me and I, I am somehow angry, angry that I just let this part committing and letting the voices are coming. Yes. Yeah. The way and I would it seems it seems to be that the time is coming that that this is not serving you anymore. Yeah. And more I say they are here, more they are here, actually. More I see them, I accept, yeah, tomorrow in the meditation they will come again. Yes, they will be there. Mm. Now it's just really hearing, and Chloe and you, that it led me strongly to say, hey, wake up. Like, I let myself just close my eyes and accept, yeah, what is happening. Yeah, I, I have the experience that the more, somehow, the more I go on my way, the stronger those, the, the resistance becomes also. And yeah, it's like a scream of death some, somehow of those voices and... Beep. So get back to her. Get back to her, mm -hmm. what she shared. Okay. Anyway, we'll wrap it, we'll wrap it up. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you, Tatiana. Yeah, thank you, Aunt Chloe. That was very helpful for me. And okay, Shannon in I Need Some Coaching. From you, Tatiana. From me. Yeah. Yes. How can we serve you better? Actually, you you really helped me a lot. That was exactly what I needed when I, I'm lost in every layer somehow I'm lost. I don't have not, I don't know. I, um, yeah, it just helped me. You just hit the point. And Shannon, um, now somehow Aunt Chloe took over and I am sure that you would have also have some hints for me. And, and I would like you to trust them your impulses to, to just tell me and interrupt me as well. And you, you also said something helpful. For, yes, and there was something. Yes. That's it for, yeah, right now. Okay, so I'm just gonna, yeah, overall feedback and coaching and maybe some practices or experiment, even from your bouquet. For Tatiana. Yeah. Um, what I could see, Tatiana, um, this space of sharing your experience slowly was taking a space 
So I was kind of feeling that I'm listening to you. Like you brought me the question and I, I am going to give you some, like it, I really started to think what I could tell you. So in this case, this sharing your experience could be shorter and still stay mm -hmm. in your bubble and protect you from there because your role is not Tatiana anymore, but you are there for holding the space for me. So I needed mm -hmm. really to feel this but I was going into your stories or sharing's experience. So you can experiment this, like being in a place, forgetting about who you are really, and just being there. Yeah. Oh, add something. So how can I paint the picture without talking about myself? <laughs> Let me give you the next step. I want to build on what Bouquet Kind of. Is you start from your map. You can only really, you know, there's a starting point of your map, but you share them in a way that is you, you're speaking to Bouquet from the territory. And that's your experience. Your map is your experience. But sometimes it's useful to say I, my experience, or, but otherwise to just let the map shine through. And that is your own experience. And then you get to the edge of that map and you go on a journey with her. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Not really. I understand somehow, um, but it's like a koan for me. I, I, I just would like to know just a sentence, how, how an example. Yeah. 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 How, yeah. Yes. <laughs> voices are very, you know, voices are very common survival strategy. And I experienced that firsthand. You know, I know a lot, you know, I live with voices ongoingly. And when the voices are on, I cannot be in, you know, you cannot be in the present or I cannot be in the present. So there's this balance, this weaving between the map and your experience. So I'm, I'm generalizing kind of then about it, the subject. Yeah, it's not generalizing, it's about making it a map. And it's like, then the map, everybody can read it. So it's not about making it about everyone, but it is painting a map that everybody can look at yeah yeah I, but i i have i get the idea yes thank you Shen, before we shift to the next one and for shannon i would say the wait, same wait, wait. part ah oh, sorry no okay. shannon do you have anything for tatiana hmm. Oh yeah, I, that was my that was my big thing is, is that sometimes you would go into a story instead of just just using what she just said to ask a nonlinear question. Using use what she says as a springboard to say, tell me more about that or what comes you know just like diving deeper, taking her on the journey of what she just shared. Mm, diving deeper, yes. Great. Mm. So please use those distinction from the past two constellation to apply them to the, 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 third, the third constellation. Okay.
yeah, this part of me that's uh, scared from this interaction. I'll do it wrong. And this part of me, as I said, it just feels like, you know, my role is to do it wrong, so that's okay. And then my grandma comes and says, you know, I'll just celebrate wrongness. Mm-hmm. What is it that scares you about this? can just feel it here, it's like fear in my chest. And just, yeah, I'm doing it wrong. I want to say, Ronia, we're not trying to go into a process. You're the space holder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, so the question that you're asking sort of will lead into a process. Like what's, what's, you know, what's the fear, what's the fear about, and then let it get bigger. And that's a process. And here it is about building distinction, building distinction in David's body, like energetic body, so that he can navigate just more tools with more nuances, with more distinction. So what are the maps that he's missing because of his question? Like a question comes from a, uh, a distinction that's not there. So speak into that. And yeah, David, if you could repeat your question so I get it, that would be great. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember what was my question, but okay. What's your necessity? Like, what is your necessity? Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm not feeling comfortable right now. What can we do about it? You're not feeling comfortable. Ronia, as a hint, being uncomfortable, it's one of the four feeling, anger, sadness, fear, or joy. And that you can say that, and that builds matrix. Okay. Because pain and hurt and uncomfortable, it's all the same word for feeling. So you can land that distinction in David, and then you can ask, and so what, what 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 are you feeling? Yeah. Okay. So... You say you're not feeling comfortable or you're yeah. feeling uncomfortable. Um, there are four feelings. Rondra, as a hint, can you raise your anger? Yeah. Because David has a box and you need to speak through his box yeah. for it to go through into his being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. There are four feelings. Joy, anger, fear, and sadness. What do you mean by uncomfortable? Uncom- Rondra, as a hint for you, you didn't make the leap because you say there are four feelings. What do you mean by uncomfortable? You didn't make the step of there are four kinds of uncomfortable. And then it makes sense when you present the, the four kind of feel, the four feelings. So say it the other yeah. way around. Yeah, there's four kinds of uncomfortable, anger, sadness, mm-hmm. fear, and joy. Which one is happening? Yeah. Okay. There are four kinds of uncomfortable joy, sadness, fear, and anger. Which one do you mean? There's a mix mix of fear, 
So Ronja, I would, if I was the space holder, I would interrupt right away because David is looking up. Where is he looking? Yeah. Where is he yeah, looking? I was in his mind. Yeah. yeah. So Ronja, sort out. You really need to stop. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. I I I wasn't exactly clear on. Um, yeah. Okay. Should go. Um. But yeah. Can you can you look at me when you answer? So Ronja. So beep, because you didn't give him the distinction. So he won't be able to navigate that if you're not in the space. The whole point of building distinction in matrix is that when they, people are outside, they don't need you to navigate their life. So you just say, I noticed that you looked up yeah. to, to check yeah. what you were feeling. Yeah. And you were looking yeah. in your head to so give him the whole context and then ask the question. I, I noticed that whenever you answer, you're looking up. And to me, it seems you're using your mind to answer. And I was asking your em emotional body. There are four bodies, emotional, intellectual, energetic, and physical body. Could you use more of your emotional body so, to Ronja, beep. I'm being kind of an asshole with you because I know so, you can get it yeah. is when you say, could you use more of your emotional body? It's it, it doesn't give him the map of saying, if you look for your feelings in your head, you will get nothing. Yeah. yeah. And you probably had that experience of looking for your feelings in your mind. And it's like, ooh, 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 I, I have no idea. Feeling exists in your emotional, in your emotional body. That's where you would have to look if you want to do this. So then you offer the possibility without a pressure. If you want to do this, this is where you'll have to look. And yeah. then you, the option is there. Shift go. I noticed you were looking up. Um, and to me, it seemed like you were using your mind to find the answer. And but you can't, you can't find the answer with your mind. You, you can find it with your emotional body. Could you use that to feel into the feeling? I don't know how to do it. How do I do that? You can start with taking a deep breath into your belly. Yes. And then feel into the feeling inside of your body. Where do you feel this uncomfortable? Uncomfortability in my chest mm. and in my throat. In your chest and in your throat. Is there a thought that comes along? Like a beep, Ronya. Yeah, because the thought is going to put yeah. it straight about straight in his head. You want the experience. Yeah. You want to create. And really, Ronya, for I mean, this is not a generalization, but. Mm, 
men, men who had to be born in the patriarchy had to close down their heart so far away. And it's a, it, it is a skill. It's a completely a skill. And women also. I mean, you probably have your own experience of how it was to learn how to feel. And it, so, you know, he, D- David pointed right straight at his heart. And so tell him, put your hand there. Close your eyes, put your hand there. Close your eyes, put your hands on your heart. Close your eyes, thank you. So he's blowing the feelings through the lips. And keep the energy inside of you. You need to say the thing about the lips. Don't blow the air away, but keep it. Close your lips and keep the energy inside and let the energy flow through you. What does your heart feel like? So I'm I'm asking you to come to an end, Ronja, but just as a, a prompt for you, you need to paint the map again. In your heart, there are four territories, anger, sadness, fear, and joy. Each of them can speak. Each of them is a different experience. It is an experience and they have, your heart has so much to say. You, know, you need to build this whole territory. It is so unknown. So connect with your own heart and, and it's like, okay, it's really like that. There's anger and it feels like this and there's fear and it feels like this. And, it's sad. and it doesn't matter if you give the answer. Like this is not school where, you know, David needs to have the right answer. Give the answer, give the map. And then you're standing next to him. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Would you give us, uh, Ronia, some coaching? Yes. Well, David, I... uh... You really challenged me with trying to... Um, not kind of, yeah in the beginning you you said you you won't you you won't let me in kind of and that kind of I felt fear because of that and um, yeah so so you you did exactly what you were supposed to thank you for that um, and Chloe, yeah, th- thank you for being an asshole because I, I didn't have the clarity on uh, the purpose of this um, or this experiment, and um, and this this was very helpful. Yeah. For me, it worked. It was very scary to receive the feedback so often, but it was definitely necessary. Is there any feedback for us? Can you say it again? Luis, do you have any feedback for? Yes, for Ronia, it really worked 
that you were keeping yourself together while receiving while receiving the, the amount of feedback. So yes, that presence of yours is amazing. And David. So wait, wait, wait. We're, uh, there's no coaching for the client. There's no coaching for the client. The client is the client. And then, so the coaching is only for the space holder. So Louis, I would encourage you, but David, you can, you can give then coaching, feedback and coaching to Ronya. So Louis, you said what worked, give Ronya an experiment, a practice. What, what is the muscle she needs to build for this to work better? Because otherwise she's like left in the unknown and she, she needs a go. Yeah. yeah. So Ronya, uh, I felt fear and, and sadness in your voice. And I suggest that you really increase your anger in this kind of, of, of experiments and to raise your shot forth on this one. Because I felt that you were some kind of, I'm assuming that you were mixing them up. So, or make a process of unmixed feelings or um, do your own emotional healing process on that. And I also advise you to, to advise you, no, I also suggest if you want, that you can do a rage club or a three, three, three. You mean participating or delivering? Uh, participating. participating. So, I mean, the question is, Ronya, have you done the three, three, three? Yes, and the rage club. Okay. We have just a couple of minutes. I'll make it quick. Um, Ronya, you have a, you know, you have somewhere a gremlin and you have a sword and really you have a huge heart and a huge being and it's wonderful. And in the delivery of that will need really your sharp sword. And so, you know, the next emotional healing process is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm terrified of my clarity. Like I cannot use my clarity. I, I cannot, you know, you're sitting with two huge gremlins and beings, but really two huge gremlins and you need the sword to, to, to serve them, to be able to serve them. Yeah. Yeah, so I will uh, add to that. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same. I, I, I put straight in the beginning my gremlin and I brought it really low. But it felt like it crashed you and like you need to bring your anger more. You need to hold the sword again to my gremlin because my feeling was that my gremlin was in charge on the time. Mm. And, it, and it was on a low volume, that's my...
Okay, everybody just take a deep breath for the shift of space. Come back here. We would like to do something else with you. Um, I'm saying this because I would, I would like to harvest a couple of jewels, like a few jewels before we send you back in a, in a group of three. So um, who would like to share like what, what did you figure out that could really serve the whole group in this purpose of answering a question? I mean, it's not really answering a question. It's holding space for somebody who has a necessity with the being to being connection and the sword. We, we observed that we showed up from a, a greater place of strength and confidence when we were the coach than when we were the space holder. And what we, what we came up with was really having that sword and bringing that to the space holder role. Mm. For me, my, my biggest learning that I want to share is um, what I learned from this exercise is that our four emotions, we need to just adjust them all. We all, we need them all. Like the, the, um, we experience the, the, the warrior joy to, to be in the joy of being the space holder. And so we are giving this energy. So it, the process is going. Also to, to level up our anger. Uh, I think the three of us, we just by leveling up the anger, just make big shift and the quality of the space holding. And also the fear in order to also get into the unknown and, and using our, the whole bodies to, to bring us some, like, somewhere. And also the sadness to connect. And uh, for me now, I feel like it's so beautiful. It's like a DJ with a force feeling and just adjusting. And it can be very, yeah, we are like kind of space holder DJs. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I love it. <laughs> just play with your small <laughs> with the dials. Yes. Anything else? Any other jewels? I want to say that in the the groups that I coached, that this the importance of, of using, if you're, if you're space holding and you're helping, uh, coaching a person to get in touch with their anger, that you yourself have to be in your anger mm. to, to cheerlead, to, to really, and more than what you might think, your box might think that you need to be in anger about. So it's really go, come on. And, and to, to get them first into their experience or their body sensation of anger. And only after they're in that place, ask them the question, what are you angry about? Okay. Because most people in the beginning will try to go through their heads. So you bring them to their bodies first with your cheerleader and go, 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 go. And then, and then you ask the question. And I'd just like to add in there, you know, cause Vera was in, um, uh, the group I was in, uh, I really am so busy compensating for a feeling of lack of connection in this virtual space that I'm, I am just not going into anger because I'm, I'm like trying to, to connect. I feel, I feel the limits. I feel, uh, 
like everything I know in my body about anger and the transformative power came in through another form and it was in rage holds. And this is so <laughs> like, I just, I'm feeling myself seize up in feeling like the gap is so far. I don't know if I can span it. And the sadness is coming in over that connection piece and trying to create the connection. Thank for you. me, it was, go ahead, thank you. Uh, for me, it was important um, to understand that uh, sometimes we go with, this is a, a space, um, a rage club space holder and we may not have time to go into healing process and that the fact that that can be a choice and can best serve the group or not it was important to to choose either to 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 do a healing process or to give possibilities to that person to heal um, uh, using uh, the inputs that we were receiving, like uh, a gateway. Well, there you have a possibility to a healing, um, to a healing, an emotional healing process. Will you do it? And and I didn't have. I had that question. So why there? How to lead that? How to how to notice what where to go? And this was really important for me to understand. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I'm, I'm sure you, uh, wait, somebody else, Devin. Yeah, Scott, Scott, Scott just, just directs me to, to share, share because I don't often share, share. I'm to share more. Uh, yeah, I, my, I don't actually know if I have a jewel. I definitely went into total emotional reactivity in the last space and I'm still there. So I guess a question that I, I have is sometimes what to do with emotional reactivity, um, Sometimes it's easier to just put to the side and be like, all right, this is for an emotional healing process later. And sometimes I don't know how to exit it in the space or to un uncouple from it in a way where I can actually come back to adult presence. And that's happening for me here. Mm. Thank you. It's a, it, it requires practice and this distinction between, you know, I have a box and I'm not my box. And that has many, many layers. I mean, we can understand it as a concept and this unhooking yourself. My proposal, if that, if that happens as a space holder and you try to unhook yourself and it doesn't work, just be honest about it. Just admit it. Just say, I'm, I'm really hooked. And it seems like it's coming from here and here. And I'm, I'm going to need, you know, 15 minutes for that thing to get out of my system. Um, but you can still speak. You probably can still function. You know, you can still say, okay, let's go into an exercise or, um, or ask for sharings or, you know, just lead into the next thing, but admit it. So it's in the space. Mm -hmm. It's in the space. And people can hold space for you. Like your participant probably can hold space for you to be hooked. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I have the same. <laughs> Go ahead, Varga. Because we had we had the same. We had the. I was the space holder, and um, the, I I couldn't deal with the coaching. Uh, it was too fast, or it was not working, and it kind of totally made a blackout. Or 
and I couldn't couldn't go with that. I couldn't change it or I couldn't take it or it feels like, I don't know, it feels a bit, Farida, can not I... completed, not completed or. Yeah, what, what we're trying to do here is impossible. Okay, you're, you're as a space holder, you're practicing being a space holder, you have ongoing feedback and coaching from, from somebody and a necessity from somebody, from a client. And, and you have, we have 10 minutes for this and we shift to the next person and it's impossible. And we, I, really what I see is we all doing our best. And, and those are hints, you know, this, the hook is, okay, it's a, it's a hint for an emotional healing process or for a belief or, and what my proposal is, don't try to complete it. Don't try to make sense of it. It, it, it won't happen. It's a, it's, that's the kind of space that this is. Yeah. And one of the, the hints that I've been um, playing with in the last months or half a year is that there's this thing from school of, I need to look good. I need to do it well. I need to have the sense of success and that I'm, you know, that I'm, I got this. And uh, I realized that I, from Clinton, this distinction that you can only be in two teams, either you're in the team of looking good or in the team of learning which looks bad. So this space is really a space of looking bad, of learning, looking bad together and celebrating looking bad because we've tried and we're giving our best. So okay. no attachment to looking good here. Okay. <laughs> I need that <laughs> Okay, just throw it out. Just looking good, just it, burn it. Thank you. Cool, okay. <laughs> you're sharing this Vera because I had this Phyllis gave me this wonderful experiment of like redoing a conversation that I had where I let the other person's gremlin take over and her feedback was well I didn't really feel your sort of clarity and I was like still and like and I had this oh I should like I felt like so looking bad and not knowing and whatever and it's yeah that's why I'm here so thank you Vera. <laughs> Thank you for going. The next space of looking bad is coming up. Get another chance <laughs> to look bad. And this one yes. is, yay. Well, you'll have a little bit less time. It will be more like eight minutes per person. And it's about, it's about building your circle. It is about bringing people into your work talks, into your introduction to rage clubs and into your rage clubs. And so it's a conversation with somebody who have a sense of your work, like who's interested. And at the end, the goal is that when you say, will you come to my introduction to the Rage Club or to my work talk, they say yes. Mm. Without, without, so it's not, you know, it's not about convincing them or forcing them. It's not about forcing them, but it's about finding, you know, the, 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 the attitude for me or like the, it's like, if they come to my, if people come to my space, they will change for the better. Like something will unfold for them that couldn't unfold. And so this is what you're trying to sell for their, for them. Like, it's not for you, it's for them. And you're having this conversation. And at the end, when I'll say one minute left or something, you, you, you complete this communication by, will you come to my work talk or rage club, whatever you choose. And, and hopefully you get a yes. Okay, and you have ongoing feedback and coaching, 
and we won't do the coach the coach, we just switch to the next person. There we go. And the group is of two or three now? Three, same with a, with a, a client and a coach. Here we go. clear boundaries for yourself it allows you to say yes beep. a really loud yes and a really loud beep. no phyllis the beep is about responding directly to the information she's given you so the information she gave you was about this um how rage comes up and then sadness immediately follows into it and is there the question is how can you keep talking about your rage club while bringing in the information that she just gave you about where she's at, what her X on the map is. So shift and go. So can you tell me more like what your sadness is when you feel anger? I would say beep Phyllis, because um, I mean, you could, you could go that way, but then you might take her into a process. And instead you can use the map of saying, yeah, it is a very, it's a common survival strategy to mix anger and sadness, to often actually to cover up the anger. Women have learned to cover up their anger with their sadness because sadness is allowed, but anger is not. And then you can go, but, but in this space, like in the rage club space, then that, that's, you can learn to reclaim that power, something like that. So you can speak into her necessity. Try it, Phyllis, just from your own words, just with this, with this map. Yeah, so you were talking about having sadness when you feel anger. Yeah, and I think that's a really common thing, especially for women. Um, you know, men are allowed to have anger and in our society, and women are not allowed to have anger. And so it makes sense then that you would have kind of mixed feelings around Go. Coming Go. Anger, and that there would be a lot of sadness underneath. So that's actually a, one of the reasons why it would be really helpful to be a participant in this group because it teaches women, especially women, but it teaches men too, how to really step into their anger and feel it in a way that is going to be really helpful for them. Phyllis, can I give you a hint about because what I, you know, what I've heard from you in other spaces is that you're taking a stand for women to get out of the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And this survival strategy will just keep you in the patriarchy. And so you say, you know, I'm building this space because I'm taking a stand for women to get out of the patriarchy. And, and, and that is thing. And then you can build on on that. But then there's a, there's a sense of where are you coming from? And that, that is, would touch, you know, would probably touch you on a There's a sense of where am I coming from or where yeah. is she coming 
No, where are you coming from oh, yeah, off of this space? Like, what is it? Yeah, why is it important for you? Yeah. Yeah, got it. Yeah, so, you know, for me, learning about my anger was has really been helpful because it's allowing me to step outside of the patriarchy. The, you know, I don't know if you've experienced this, but the patriarchy has all these expectations around women. And for me, I've had a lot of anger around that. And so mm -hmm. this is a, just a just a quick list expectations of women we have to wear makeup we have to smile we have to just to to touch on the things that might be inside of johanna or any woman in the patriarchy or my other proposal is to keep it very simple and saying your strategy of covering your anger with your sadness is a patriarchal survival strategy and you just keep it at that and then and then you say, and, and you can learn something else. You can learn to step out of that, step into your power, yeah. And not make it too complicated, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Johanna, feeling sadness or when you have anger is really about what being in a patriarchal society and having all these expectations placed upon us by the patriarchy and that we have chosen to go along with. And that's where the anger comes in. And so the anger can really help us step outside of the patriarchy and into cool. our, own, our own bodies and our own needs and our own wants and really to ask for what we want and um, to be able to set really clear boundaries. And you know, I know for me in the past, there's this expectation that I'll kind of go along with the man and- Wrap it up to us, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so judging from what you've heard so far, is this, can I, is this- Go ahead, I, I am holding, I'm, my next Rage Club is, yeah, my next Rage Club is. Yes, go. My next Rage Club is gonna be on March 2nd. Are you interested in attending? Yes, I think it will be really helpful for me now. Yeah. Woo! Sold, <laughs> <Okay>. sold, <laughs> well done. <laughs> and, uh, okay, feedback. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. How can I, how can I cancel that? Oh, God. I'm sorry. Hello. I'm sorry. Is what happened? Technical issue. It will be solved. <laughs> it will be solved right. in thirty seconds. Was it a mistake? Okay. Yes. Yes. But actually, okay. actually, we need someone else in our group because uh, oh. Joanna Joanna left. Like a. Uh, I don't know. She's back again. Know. I just let her. Oh, she's in. back. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah. She's back again. Cool. Great. Great. 12 seconds, it will be a hyperspace. People, get ready for hyperspace. Shift back into your spaces. See you later. <laughs> no, no, no. We go back and go back. And Joanna, go back, okay. Yes, and Joanna, Joanna. Yeah, internet went down. Thank you. It's fine.
Tatiana. Yes. Why am I here? <laughs> I can you click on the, at the bottom, there's the breakout room little button. And yeah, it, so it, it sent me back to the main room, I don't know, and then I was kind of in the space. I go back to which room? Five, okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Introduction, I will talk about it. I will talk about distinctions around anger because you can feel it unconsciously or also consciously, which is the big, big, biggest difference. And then also I will talk a bit about what experiences we will enter in that rage club. Okay. Um, what if I'm not an angry person? Like you don't have, like there is no, you don't yeah. have to be an angry person to feel ang anger. I just don't notice anger in my life. Why would I um, want to go to the event? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm okay without anger. I had the same thing. I was feeling that I don't feel anger at all I only felt sadness and and fear most of my life and then I decided to step into this context I was talking about um, about full feelings and suddenly after layers and layers of sadness and Christine, fear, be, yeah. because okay. um, it's a way that you're saying that what applies to you applies to to her yes and it's a form of like uh, like manipulation or something mm. what applies to you applies to her what I would go with this it's kind of being more dangerous is, is say um, it's it's very it's interesting that you think you don't have anger because I can I can already I can feel your anger I can experience already your anger right now and that would and be it's not manipulation I can, I experience it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or you can say, God, it's really, I mean, it could be something like, God, it's amazing that of all the people that you've met, you're the only person who doesn't have anger. Like, what are you? Mm -hmm. You know, and just bring a little lightness also. Mm-hmm. So shift go, just choose, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that you just asked me this uh, question and uh, I guess you didn't notice that you asked these questions with anger. Without your anger, so, you couldn't have asked me this question. And anger is also the feeling wait, that- you Wait, hold it, hold it there, Christina. That was perfect, <laughs> hold it. Because something is moving in her, God. I used anger mm. to ask a question. Mm. To hold it. Mm. How did you notice the anger in me? Because I didn't notice the anger. Mm, there was 
in a shift of your energy when you said like I'm not an angry person I am not and you you moved your head differently and you you were going a bit back and it was you made a decision in that moment maybe you didn't notice or you noticed it Christine I would also add the distinction of saying it's amazing because then you bring it back to the rector to the rage club, it's amazing that when I'm reclaimed, when I can feel my anger from zero to a hundred percent, then my heart has this ability to be connected to other people and feel what they're feeling. And this is what our heart can do. And so, and mm -hmm. then you're bringing distinction and you're bringing in the purpose of the rage club, that it's not about screaming. It's not about just, you know, arguing or anything it's about being connected to your heart so you can be connected to others so that could be a possibility also because it's a great question how did you know i was angry yeah amazing question yeah well i as i'm talking right now now i also raise my anger so i can be in the space with you and also feel what's going on and what i want to say and Just when you said that, um, I, I, I can I noticed it because I raised my anger so much that I can feel what's in the space and maybe also what's going on with you, to be in connection to you. Cool. And usually in, in our lives, um, we sometimes have a different kind of use of anger. Maybe build more of a wall so you can't feel that. So anger doesn't necessarily mean that you have to scream or that you have to destroy something or that you have to be loud. It can also be, especially for women, um, um, like, like kind of an energy or tool to make your space safe enough to, to go into other feelings or other stuff you have, uh, you want mm. to, let's see, okay. uh, tackle in your life. It sounds interesting. <laughs> Do you right. want to? <laughs> <laughs> so Christina, hold it all the way to the end. Because yeah. that's the hard part. The wrap-up is yeah. the hard part. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a proposal for you. You say, my, I'm holding an introduction, which is a very beginner's level of Rage Club in two weeks. And I think you would really, you would have fun. Or like you would benefit. You could get this really fast. Something mm -hmm. like that. Just connect to who would, yeah. Yeah, just as I said in the beginning, I'm doing this introduction to Rage Club in two weeks and I feel like it would be beneficial to you by what you just shared and I would really be, I uh, would like to invite you again and would be happy if you join the team. Yeah, I'll, I'll write it down in my calendar and let's see if I'm available at that point. Mm. try harder try harder <laughs> you um. could say it's interesting you know the the one of the powers of of anger is to make a decision yes or no mm. so let me you can even say that yeah. let me ask you a yes or no question and just tell me clearly yes or no you're doing the first experiment right now so will mm -hmm. you come Okay, and the first experiment of Rage will be to make a clear decision. So I ask you again, will you join the team in Rage Club? Yes or no? 
Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Okay. Okay, cool. Shift to the next person. Have fun. Thank you. Or this this came up to me like insecure, yeah. No, that's not it. I was I was uh, overtaking my fear. So uh, thank you, Jean. Yeah, because I was surprised right now. Because usually, I'm there with this passion. You know, now it was like, okay, I have to do this task. I don't know what to talk about, and like I had like the fear was just like, and I didn't manage to bring it down again. So, yeah, it yeah. looks like yes. you were frozen, kind of frozen, like yes. throwing words away but not really there yeah yes great and so shift go uh, have you shifted to the third constellation already no okay no, no. Okay. I, i'm just lost it again what what we are doing it's the same of the work talk or it's another thing no it's the work talk it ah, is again yeah. okay yes okay all right cool so i'm the client now i guess yeah. Yeah, and Farida, you are the the special, right? You are selling your work talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. Start with yeah. hello. Start with hello. Hello, Yule. Hello, Farida. I wanted to tell you about. Um, uh session i am doing or i'm planning to do and it's about a topic um i've told you wolf make, you yeah. make contact with her mm -hmm. first and i would Just say ready. yeah yule you can also like be a prompt in terms of you have this question or you have this interest or this that opens a space that it is a possibility to go to the rage club you can share something. Like I should share something. Yes, yes, too. I'm not really sure what. Okay, hello, Yule. Nice we meet to talk about my um, work talk. I wanted, I want to deal with the gremlin thing because I discovered myself this is really tricky to find out what the gremlin is doing and um, how it, yeah, how it, so what, what about you? How are you actually? What's going on? You want to know how I am or what my gremlin is doing? Yeah, tell me what your gremlin is doing. My gremlin? Right now. Okay. Right now he's trying to take over the space, but I'm telling him to sit. And it's yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Like I'm I have this, yeah, I have to, actually I have this question for you, like how to go cool. to use my gremlin in situations like just the situation that happened right now. I'm going into fear and I don't manage to to be there. Like how yeah. can I use my gremlin to help me? Yeah, okay. This is a good question. Um, 
if you feel your fear come comes up Farida, Farida, I have a proposal for you. Yeah. Is to not do the work talk now. You want her to come to the work talk. Yeah. So it's not, I've been doing this research. I've been doing this research and this is, um, this is what I found out. And you give a couple of things and say, but really it needs practice. And this is what we'll be practicing. But share about your, like the edge, the research. Okay. Shift go. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you asked this question because it's really, really sometimes not easy to find out if it's the gremlin interrupting you or if it's just fear coming up and um, is overwhelming you. And... Um, you know, we, we, we will talk about these things and we will do some distinctions that help, that could help to find out more about so, the gremlin activity. Be, because the last part was, we will talk about it, we'll have distinction, but there was no juice. There was no, yes. you know, so if you say, yeah, I have been researching. I have been researching about this questions and this question and this question. And this is what will feed the space. Start with this thing I've been researching. My problem right now is that I choose the gremlin thing because I have to learn about it. Yes. <laughs> what do you think work talks are it's about? why you are researching. <laughs> so I don't have the answer. No, you have questions. Yes. You have questions. So put the questions because Yule has the same question and that's the connection. And you'll say, and that will be the research space. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not expecting you to give me an answer now. I'm more happy with the space. Okay. Yeah, Yule, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we meet today and we talk about this because I, I realized that it's, a big, that it's important to know about this. Because if, if I, if I um, appear as if there is no gremlin and if it's not a problem or if it's not there, uh, it will lead me to nowhere. So I decided to do this work talk so we could find out together what is going on there. Yeah, this is the place to be. So will you, will you come join us next Friday? I'm not sure. Farida, you get about 30 yeah. seconds is to keep trying to give it juice. For now, you, you basically didn't really say anything. And the juice is your own questions. So I I'm I'm have this question to you and I don't need an answer, but it's, what is in the way for you to be vulnerable with your own research? You haven't shared your own research. And it's, it's like, okay, what, what would be stopping you from that? And so can you say like a couple sentence of what are those questions inside of you? Like, I, I don't know okay. what your questions are. Yeah. You know, my questions about 
my question about yeah why it came up right now during the rage club or during the space holder training <laughs> Do you hear it? <laughs> I'm going. The last second. Yeah, the la until the last moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's called. It's called like squeezing water out of a stone. Right? <laughs> Vera, would you would you wrap it up? Or yeah. Yes. The last five minutes. Okay. Everybody, please take a deep breath back into the space. Vera, can I, say, can I say one thing? Go. <laughs> I want to. I want to celebrate for how many how many people have registered to how many coachings? Was <laughs> <laughs> so, how many work talks and and bridge club? You can you can celebrate yourself <laughs> for having signed yeah. up somebody. And forming sign up to their to their training, yeah. And for looking bad and, and for getting for coaching, bad. <laughs> all that bad looking together. Yeah, I I want to start wrapping up, and I want to hear uh, maybe one or two hints of what really like made the difference for you in 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 getting a yes. You know, like what what were the cool hints that you saw or that you used. To connect with the challenges of the clients, it's to connect with the, their pain, the struggle, and uh, that would help me very much. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Jakob. For me, it was the opposite. It was like that's where that's my comfort zone in a way of being like I'm the guy that can meet you in the dark, and it's like so I want to practice more speaking from my passion and my authentic joy. Being like, hey, I love doing this. Like, do you want to come? And yeah. 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 Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You. I'm going to come, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> See, two seconds. You didn't even need eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the hints were like, yeah, coming from like connecting with um the pain like the challenge uh and also like uh, really being clear on the outcomes it was a good feedback also uh saying okay uh what, what the journey is like from from this connecting first also showing my own vulnerability what was my 
uh, sharing my story a bit without entering in a like like long story and then going to the outcome and then selling I like selling yes thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Ronya will will you say your 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 trick that was actually originally Anko is tricked Christine and I took it. <laughs> Will you say yeah. it anyway? Copy left. So the yeah. last question is that this is your first practice of making a decision. Will you say yes or no? You're <laughs> <laughs> so already using it. Yes. Oh, Everybody make notes, make notes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and and for me it was important uh, just like very sad just to to talk about the results but do not not talking about the process itself I tend to do that I tend to to be very enthusiastic and tell things and that that's a very important reminder talk about the results but don't talk about what we actually do just to not to to talk to the the person intellectual body that's important yeah. And don't explain the process of what yeah. happens in the rage club. Just talk about what they get out of it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, Have one more minute. Go, go, Johanna. The question, uh, because it happened to me, uh, like that, people then ask me, "Oh, but what are we gonna do in a rage club?" So it's, they're asking about the process. How? Mm. And then I, what I did is like I just try to answer and, and tell them, but it feel it didn't work for me maybe for uh, them. You tell them you'll you need to come to find out okay <laughs> you need to come great. to find out yeah great yeah okay. i want to before we wrap up I, I do want to give the practices for the week oh yes yes thank you i just so little, i'll yeah. give one practice but you tell the video okay vera yes the practice is because you have become proficient at um how do you say, con uh, so having a yes from people to come to your work talks. The challenge is to get 10 new email address <laughs> to put on your list of who you send out to your newsletter. So 10 new people to add to your circle who will be fed by what you're creating in the offers that you're making. And that's the first challenge. This the second challenge for the week is going to make another video, this time less than four minutes, less than four minutes or four minutes or less. And what you're doing there is using your conscious anger to give crystal clear instructions, like really crystal clear instructions on how to do anything. You choose the thing that it is, but very clear instructions. And I'm going to um, bring a video into the telegram group to inspire you of what does it mean crystal clear instructions so I'm, I'm still I couldn't find it just yet but um and it's a very funny video of a, um, a man and his daughter cooking together and she needs to give clear instructions for this to happen so to get you inspired and please do it before Tuesday and not not just that Tuesday morning okay so, so we can have the feedback with each other. We can support each other. Yeah. And it, it subject is, does the subject matter or is doesn't matter about it could, what? It could be anything. 
You are giving yes. the instructions. Thank you. Very clear. Yes. Step by step. Okay. Props are allowed. Other people are allowed. Looking bad is encouraged. <laughs> okay, this is the official end of today's session. I, and we're gonna stay here for five, 10 more minutes. Uh, if you have any questions and I want to share a little bit more. Um, if not, thank you for being here and see you next thank week. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm Chloe. Um, I just want to say thank you for opening the door for me when I felt the sadness. And uh, I just wanted to share that I noticed that I couldn't go there because the, or that I didn't choose to go there because the fear was so much. And there was the story of, I can't take so much space. We have something other to do now. And I know this from, from my childhood a lot. So I will go with this to uh, emotional healing process and ask for, and I just want to say thank you that you opened that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for sharing it, for sharing it back and doing the and doing the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to share that. Oh, bye. Hi, Christine. Uh, that I feel really sad and angry that, like in the last space, I could not at all sell what I want to do because, like, I let my anger to uh, my fear take over. And it's like, feels like an emotion that feels like emotional healing process needed or something. Cause it's like, I'm really like, oof, like this, like, okay, I'm doing it wrong. I'm yeah. I'm not able to convince like, like these things. I'm, I'm not good enough basically. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I don't know. I just want to share this because it was, I've just had like a number of processes or people coming to me for processes about this, like not being good enough. And so I've been diving into it and I, and it needs emotional healing process. But what I figured out is it's like this in the, in the, in the like in the patriarchy or this, there's a standard that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, especially women, but I think men have their own particular standard of, like you can never reach the standard. You can never be good enough. It's like, it's impossible. The standard is impossible and it's made to be impossible so that we can worry about not being good enough instead of being who we are, like instead of being resourceful and powerful. And that like, even in me, sometimes I can really feel it that okay, if I'm good enough, then I can do it. Like if I'm good enough, then I can go out and and it's a trap. It's really this like survival trap. So yeah, please do mm -hmm. the emotional healing process and make, you know, make the boundary with whoever you're not good enough for. Like who is it that is holding this, this standard over your head? Thank you. Thank you, Yula. I am... Um, 
um, looking and struggling and feeling frustrated around the not being able to affect sort of that energetic recalibration of the system that I know from rage holds. I, I, I don't know how to deliver that here. I feel like this is all, you know, important, you know, mind mapping and stuff like that, that could maybe set up and be useful in that context. But I, I'm, I don't know how to get to that place where the nervous system can start to shake and, you know, reattachment can happen. Um, that's, yeah, thank you. I mean, that's, for me, it's like, it opens the door. That's, that's where we can go next week. And we've been doing space holding and context setting and being connected and this bringing up the level, this intensity that you're talking about, Lisa, that is really required to liquefy the box and, and create this this shift, um, we can go that into next week. And, and the other thing is, I've, you know, I've never done, um, I've never really experimented about how to do a rage hold online. Like how, what can we provide as an experiment for, so people, for, for example, standing rage, people have put backpacks and like attach it to a really strong tree and, and, or, or, even ropes around around their their shoulder with pads and stuff, and like so they could feel that. I've never experimented, and so what I anyway, I don't know if it's really a choice, but there's so many other layers of anger that I've worked at, and sort of this like rage hold and standing rage in a way re also requires this physical space and the safety of the touch, and of the presence of other being around. So I have left it to more like physical like labs and or or um physical rage club yeah yeah mm -hmm. I, I noticed that for example that that doing the rage club online series it was really it, it did work to to liquefy the box and to go really uh and, and people have come back to my rage clubs and did went deeper and deeper so it wasn't just at the superficial level so I wonder if um, also this having this image of ha of this is what rage work looks like might be also limiting um, other possibilities for you. Because in the beginning, I also had this. It's like, can a person really go beyond 50% by themselves without having someone pinning them down? Can they actually go? And then I realized that even there's so much work that can be done at 40% at, at 50% that is so important and for the person. And, and I've seen people go over 50 as well in a three, three, three. So it, I think there's more that can happen really, Lisa, and um, happy to explore that with you. And I'm very glad that you brought it up, Lisa. And yeah, thank you for that. For me, it seems that the rage hold is the, the beginning of learning how to step into my anger and expressing it. And then from the rage holds, it's about stepping into that anger in life and using it for clarity, for the sort of clarity. So, um, so 
you know, being in a rage hold doesn't really generalize into real life. And so it seems to me it's about remembering the anger that you can, that you were able to express in a rage hold and then bringing it into your real life. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Yeah. I'm going to take us too. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. And also me too. Bye. Okay. Bye. I'm also Bye. leaving. Bye. Okay. Bye, everybody. See ya.